Listen to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest this week is uh, French cartoonist uh, Blex Blex. Um, maybe I should say more than cartoons, French artist, because um, I feel kind of the work is not just comics. Um, I'll get into that. Uh, some books you might know are uh, People, No Man's Land, uh, Dog Crime. Uh, seasons, um, upcoming work, uh, ballad, and I'm totally going to try and pronounce this, but I'm going to get it really wrong. Uh, Absidaria? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did I get it right? Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Uh, as well as work in uh, No Brow anthologies, uh, Beasts 2, and the Gansfeld, uh, the third Gansfeld book. From picture box. Um, thank you, Blex Blex, for joining hi. me. Now you hi. are hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I've been looking at your work for a while, and um, kind of, and then looking at your early work, and yes. I'm really, it's really interesting how I feel like you're you've made such a change in your work that early on you're you're like a different person than <laughs> than than what you have now does that make sense uh yes no it's <laughs> <laughs> no i i'm i'm the, the, the same per person but i i change of, of course it's a uh, it's a long uh, career if you can know this like this uh i Started uh, 20 years ago, and I uh, was more into the um, not exactly the fanzine, but the grabzine scene. I, I I don't know if something like this exists in the USA or in Canada. It's um, it's not fanzine because it's it's not about something. It's uh, it's graphic expression. 
mm-hmm. and at the time it was uh, it was a, a punk uh, graphic scene so that's uh, how I started and, uh, and that was with uh, Paquito from Living yes. Tree? Yes, it, it was uh, at the time. In fact, I um, I did my my own stuff from the very beginning because uh, uh, luckily I was working as a printer mm-hmm. in a silk print uh, workshop. Uh, so it was uh, I was professional and. Uh, I, I st- that's how I started my own publication, but then I was fired, and uh, and then I worked with with Paquito. He was just beginning the Le Dernier Cri at, at at this time, I think. Now I was I, I read a little bit online, um, but I want I kind of want to know more. Is you tried art school? Um, but none of it really kind of worked for you? Like it wasn't the right fit? Sorry, uh, I, I don't get it. Uh, you tried to go to art school. Um, I, 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 I was in, a, in art school, in fine art school from Angoulême, because I, I wanted to do comics. Uh, but I, I didn't, uh, at the end, I didn't do comics at all. I, I was in the art section. And I, uh, I studied, studied big world, world, world. Uh, I did a little painting. I did a little etching. That's how I learned to, to print, in fact. And uh, I get my my, my diploma. I, I can show you. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't believe me. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what kind of comics were you reading? Um at that time that made you want to go to art school or are they connected? It was the, the early 80s so um, I, I, I think really the, the best thing from this years, maybe a little earlier was uh, Mebius uh, Le Garage Hermetic the adventure of Major Krubot. Uh, you certainly know this. Oh yes. Uh, it's a it's a masterpiece, mm-hmm. but uh, I was reading Tardy. It was great. It's still great, but yeah. at this time it was very new, and a, lo- a lot of comics uh, from this um, early '80s or late '70s uh, French uh, scene. Uh, I, I I'm a little slow because I I, I try to to remember what <laughs> exactly it was. I uh, I I believe it was also the the beginning or not exactly the beginning, but uh, where when the Lynn Claire uh, this this new wave in comics came fr- with Serge Claire Chalon mm-hmm. uh, like this. It's uh, I I didn't find them uh, so exciting at the time but they were they were um, coming out and so we see it, it was it w- yeah it was really like new wave but into comics so it was it was um, the the background uh, when I was trying to to, to do some comics mm-hmm. they're all really interesting 
different takes on comics. Yes, yes, um, it, but it was very, um, the, the, the scene was really exciting at the moment. It, it is today, but um, maybe not so, so involved at, um, like, uh, like I was. Yeah. So, uh, yes, it, it, it was also in combination with this uh, pop music. Uh, uh, the revival of the Linclair is really connected uh, with the revival of ska. Or I, I don't know. Mm, you, you know, uh, I believe that revival started in the early 80s. Uh, maybe. Like, like Yves Chalant's work? And yes, it's, it's yeah. for, for me it's clearly a revival yeah. from from the Hergé or the, the Franquin, the early Franquin, uh, people like this. It's, it, it was really like, like this. So it was also um, um, delivered uh, with music, you know, with this pop music. The, the pop music that was coming out in France at that yes. point. Yes, 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 yes. But not only in France, because if you look at uh, Joe Suarte, mm -hmm. Evermelin uh, was also it, it was more than France. Yeah, le let's say it was France, Belgium, Italy, and Spain, Spania. Yeah, uh, maybe. Like very uh, so kind it was of very new Europe, wave. Yeah. Yes, yes. Now, when you finished art school, um, did you immediately go back into doing comics or? No, no. That was, that was when you did like screen printing at first. Yes, uh, uh, um, I was lost for 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 comics. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally lost. Uh, uh, no, in the the art school, I, I saw it, it really um, opened my my horizon because uh, there was I didn't realize first, but there was some interesting teacher. Uh, in dance, uh, in uh, uh, sculpture, no, he wasn't so good, and painting, uh, but uh, a teacher learned us about poetry, something like this, so, so it really uh, opened something else, and it was more interesting than comics, than uh, what, what, what I told you about uh, was my, my background at, at the time, but then in, during the, 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 the study, the, the, the art school, I discovered a lot of, of things, and so, so I, I wasn't really, I, I wasn't so interested by comics, so for, for, for me it was totally gone. Yeah. Uh, and then, then uh, I did um, a travel to to New York. Was really excited, of course. Uh, and I, I went to a comic store. I didn't know what 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 to bring back to to, to France uh, as a souvenir. I, I bought something, and then uh, as I was really back to to, to France, I read this book. I, I just and it was um, Gary Penter, Adventure in Paradise, Jimbo. Oh. <laughs> and it, 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 it was such a shock. 
it's uh -huh. then um, I, I had the feeling that um, comic wasn't uh, finished. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange to to say that, but it uh, it it was suddenly connected with. Um, was what I like it. In fact, painting, graffiti, and so on. It was a very, very exciting, uh, uh, really a shock. A shock. The the neat thing about that book is it's um, not bound to style. Like as an artist, you look at that book, and Panter changes art style yes. every two pages. And yes. That can be really freeing, in a way. Yeah. And as a reader, it's such an experience too. You know, mm -hmm. it's uh, it's disturbing but very exciting. You turn the pages you, and you don't know what will happen. <laughs> and the the story is uh, it's the same. You you absolutely have no idea what will happening in the next. Uh, five pages. You have no idea. It's so so exciting as a reader to 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 experience this as a reading. It's a very um, I don't know if you know the word a uh, visceral book, like very um, primal, like aggressive book in a yes. way. Yes. Um, yes. It's it's one of my personal favorites too. I I yeah, love me too. that book. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the sequence near the end with the horse where he's drawing this horse dying it's yes. one of the most powerful images i've seen in comics i agree i agree but uh the the first pages with the, all the the crowd uh -huh. is so so impressive too and uh, it's also connected uh, once again with this uh, pop music, this kind of living, you know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and and the the pages of the horse that you mentioned, uh, it for me at the time it was close to the Arto, the drawing of Arto. Do you know them? It's very. It's like. Uh, if you don't know them, you have to look at them. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's how, crazy. How do you spell it? Uh, Arthur. Uh, it's um, a poet, and uh, he wrote a lot, a lot for theater. Uh, theater, and his double, you know, he's a writer, in fact. But he did also some some drawings, and it's so so impressive. Arthur is A R T E A U D. Okay. Antonato. Okay. Okay. Mm. I know the name, but sadly not familiar. Mm. <laughs> um, so it was this book um, that kind of brought you back into creating work. And was this when you started doing, like you described, kind of graphic zines? Yes. Um because uh, the um, the only shop uh, in Paris was uh, buying the um, because I suddenly uh, was a big fan of uh, Gary Panther. I wanted to buy everything, you know. <laughs> so it's an <laughs> obsession, and uh, I was told, yeah, there is a small bookshop in Paris. You can find something like this. Okay, I went there. 
and uh, it was not our guy modern. It, it was, uh, but the same guy, uh, the same uh, guy, uh, Jacques Noël, who was uh, not the owner, but uh, the, the people working in this small bookshop. And he told me yes, um, and suddenly showed me a lot of things by Bruno Richard, by. Um, uh, Pascal Dury, and, and I, I didn't knew this um, this kind of stuff. I, I didn't knew it was even existing. I m maybe saw some drawings of Dury in um, heavy metal, uh, metal hurlant, maybe, mm. but uh, I'm not sure. But uh, I suddenly discovered this thing, and then I <coughs> I realized I wanted to do something in in this scene because it was connected. Uh, punk was uh, totally gone. Uh, it was maybe late 80s, uh, but this scene was very close to to punk, and I wanted to to do something. I wanted to belong to to this scene. That the Pascal Dory stuff is so amazing because it's like it's like he's yes. punching through the page. Like it's just so just in your face. Just yes. explosions, <laughs> just like things everywhere. Um, <laughs> I can see that kind of really resonating. Yes, uh, it's it's so it's very impressive, and this 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 raw energy again you can find that. Of course, then I, I heard that Carpenter was connected with Bruno Richard. They they were corresponding also in in the in drawing and uh, so it, it yeah it really suddenly became uh, something huge it was a very very small scene very underground nobody knew this but uh, suddenly i was total fond of this <laughs> i wanted to 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 go there and then i met paquito i knew him because but i didn't understand stand at all what, what he was doing at the time at the art school because he was also in Angoulême but uh, I had no connection I thought he, he was doing something like uh, new expressionism or something like this and I, I didn't really get it but uh, suddenly when I discovered uh, this scene then um, it made sense what Paketu was doing and uh, so so I was very excited, and then uh, I met uh, other people, and it was Mark Payer, Rowe, and it still was into the connection, in this connection, and uh, I realized it was more than, uh, that, than I thought. Uh, so, yes, it, it was interesting again. Now, how long did, were you doing these kind of scene-type works? Uh, what? The, the, <laughs> Sorry. Like the graphic, uh, like you're talking about the graphic books that you were doing at that time. Um, yeah. Mm, a friend of mine I, I, I met in, in Angoulême showed me books from David Sandlin and uh, also books from... Bruno Richard, they were, they were, they were very well uh, printed. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it was um, some of the book were really things of beauty. 
and uh, so because I, I was also trying to do some etching, trying to, to do, s I, I realized that uh, it was a very high quality. It was not only um, um, Xerox uh, fencing, it was mm. something else. And sometimes it was uh, printed very, very sophisticated way uh, with 10 colors. And I wondered how you could do this. And I went to, in fact, I went to the workshop who printed one of the most beautiful uh, of this uh, grabzin. But uh, because I wanted to learn, I wanted to, uh, to learn more, to, I wanted to, to reach this level. Was this starting to th do the Excel screen printing, um, or I guess it's serigraph? Um, yes. Was this kind of where you developed your ideas of colors and kind of how you approach color? Yes, yes. Um, um, because then uh, I, I was a printer, so I have to work. Uh, I had to work from different artists, do the color separation, and prepare the, the films. At the time, there was no computer. Uh, it was very um, almost primitive as a technology. So, but uh, I learned uh, really a, a lot uh, while doing this. And I <coughs> first I thought it could be my my job, you, um, my real uh, occupation, and then I could do sometime prints for for myself. But um, the the first year was really really uh, exciting because I I learned so much uh, working from for other people. Mm -hmm. So it, it was a, at the point uh, I felt uh, I could be satisfied with uh, such a living. Mm. But now you wanted but also do your own. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And But uh, I was working on during the night or during the, the weekend for myself. I, I, had, I was free to use the, the machines for, for myself. And uh, with this friend, who he was also working in this workshop, we, we prepared two books. Uh, uh, we, and we printed them, and then we, we went to this bookshop. It was new at the time, it was Orga Moderne. And uh, we, we were very proud, because we knew that uh, our books were, were very professional. And so maybe the, um, the drawings, the inspiration wasn't so professional, but, but uh, the result, the printing, was a uh, very good quality. And we were proud uh, at this time to, to show this. And, and just to say um, to the other guy, uh, hello, we, we are here. And <laughs> we are good, you know? Yeah. We are, we are good. <laughs> we are new. We are good. Hello. And then <laughs> it wasn't so easy, of course. So, but we 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 were rather insolent. But uh, but uh, it be it belongs to it, you know. Yeah, you're you're young. You're um, 
and you want to show you that you exist and uh, you want to show that you you can be good it's it, it's uh, all the the same it's, it belongs to it of course yeah you want to make your, you want to make your mark yes yes it's not it's not arrogance uh, it's insolence it's uh, something else it's it's more fresh it's <laughs> more <laughs> the nerve someone might yeah. say to it yeah <laughs> now um was this in whereabouts was this in this was in france still in in paris yes now you moved to you're living in berlin now <laughs> no, no you're still in france yes uh, 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 yes now now i'm living in germany not not in berlin anymore because i moved to a smaller city so his name is leipzig okay and since uh, i think it will be it will be this year four year year that i'm living now uh, in Leipzig and all in all maybe six years that I'm living in Germany. Now looking, it's kind of hard because I'm not super familiar with your early work, not very familiar at all because it's hard to find over here in Vancouver um, other than what I can see online. Um, but in the Gansfeld book that Dan Nadell put out, you did a short story. I guess that was about Ten years ago, maybe I, I don't remember. Maybe it can be, but no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I was looking at it last night, and it feels very um, transitional in yes. a way. Like it feels like it's kind of moving from yes, one style to the other. I yes, it is. It is, uh, but. Maybe we sh should go back to the um, Parisian years. Yeah. <laughs> because because uh, uh, I cannot explain uh, this transition if I, I don't go back to Paris. No, let's let's do it. Okay. So um, um, after uh, after a while, I, I worked for Cornelius uh, because um, I was. Uh, out of work, uh, I, d I don't know if you, um, Arbeitslos. <laughs> yeah. I, d I don't know how do you call this in English. Unemployed? Yes. And uh, out I was of work really, too. yes, unemployed. Uh, and I, w I was really in a uh, big problem and uh, I was looking, so, so I, I came to the small publisher uh, Cornelius was just one person at the time and uh, I told him okay if you need help I can be your printer and after six months maybe uh, he realized that he needs somebody and then told me okay I can uh, I can give you this this job and then I was printer um, at Cornelius and then uh, Jean-Louis uh, uh, I'm doing as short as possible. Uh, <laughs> okay. Then uh, Jean-Louis uh, told me um, for some project you could also be a publisher and uh, for me working uh, at in Cornelius was something totally different because it was um, it was totally what in fact what uh, I didn't like 
it, it was this um, mainstream comics that, uh, that that's what I, I thought uh, at the time because it wasn't uh, connected anymore I I really felt uh, it wasn't my thing, but I, I needed this job. I want to be a, the printer for Cornelius, so it's okay. It's not a big problem. But uh, I realized then that he was also working with uh, very interesting people um, like Blutch, uh, Dupuy Berberian, uh, people like this. Mm -hmm. And they, they, they had uh, also um, interesting point of view, but it was more comics. It wasn't my stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, not exactly. So when Jean-Louis told me you, that I could be a publisher, I immediately thought, okay, um, I could um, publish people that I really love and so I, I first published um, David Sandlin okay. I did a book with David Sandlin uh, it was still printed uh, I wasn't very satisfied with my work uh, the, 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 the work from David was great as ever uh, also a big fan of David Sandlin. Uh, but um, um, Jean-Louis didn't really understood what, what I wanted to do and so he forced me to do a, a big, a quite big edition, 300 copy. It was too much, too, too much work, uh, smaller format, although, uh, but I wanted something bigger. So I, I wasn't really, really satisfied with my own work as a publisher <coughs> and then uh, somebody brought some books from Richard Maguire uh, to Cornelius oh, and okay. uh, it, it was a second shock uh, I, I must told because um, with very simple forms very uh, uh, this kind of narration also very special uh, by Richard Maguire it was Fascinating. Uh, was this, this the Popeye in olive oil? Uh, I, I first discovered his uh, children's book uh, because uh, Jean-Louis at the time wanted to, to do um, uh, children's book in Cornelius. Okay. So it, it was a big discussion of uh, if uh, uh, we could do this. Uh, at the time, so that, that it was another person. It was uh, uh, Laure. I don't remember family fam family name. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, and she she brought all this stuff uh, from America and Japan, and she she had great ideas about uh, doing uh, um, children book in, in, at Cornelius. And that, uh, that's the point I, I discovered Richard Maguire. I was totally enthusiastic. I went to New York. Uh, I wanted to, to, to continue. I wanted to do a book with uh, Gary Panther. And I also met uh, Richard Maguire. That's uh, when uh, I... It, it was a very nice man. He, he's very uh, nice person. Mm -hmm. So, so I told him, okay, uh, I, I want 
to do a book review, but not a children's book. Uh, I want to do a book uh, review in Cornelius, but not in the children's book section. And that's how he brought uh, the Popeye project. Okay. And I must say, uh, he definitively influenced me. That's, and a, that's, that's uh, an amazing uh, book. Yes, it yeah. is. It yeah. is. It was uh, when he brought the, the the first drawing. I was so amazed. Re really, uh, I I didn't uh, have a second of a doubt. <laughs> it was a bad ceiling. <laughs> it was a bad ceiling. But it was so exciting. So uh, you know this book. It's yeah. so crazy, it's so interesting, and suddenly, um, for, for me, it's, it was the exact uh, crossroad, uh, I don't know, um, uh, let's call it art, and also this punk uh, inspiration. It's really, uh, I, I, because, because it's, it's very insolent, it's very um, new, it's very... Uh, I don't know if I, I can describe the, the, the feeling I had, but I, w I was totally... And it is so funny, too. The, the idea is so funny. Yeah. It's something that no one had really done before. No. No, um, I don't know something like this. <laughs> it's yeah. So it's, it's really... It's great. It's great. It's... It was a very good moment. It was uh, yes. It's, it's really neat, um, and I can see that w with your work, um, just how he boils it down, like boils the image down into just very minimal. Um, yes. What you see is all you need to kind of understand it. Um, yes, yes, and I, I believe. Uh, um, what 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 I, I tried to do uh, uh, at this time and was maybe a decision was some kind it's not so simple but let's say some kind of mix uh, between Gary Penter and uh, Richard Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes sense. Um, then uh, I, I realized that uh, the style of Richard Maguire brings. Uh, something else, uh, Russian um, uh, artist. Uh, also, uh, you know, it it like the future brings us some kind of um, from history. There is a um, uh, artistic background. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I, I I believe that. Um, Richards is completely original, but uh, there is a background, there is a, a history. It's uh, cultivated. It's not. Uh, it's not folk art. No. You, you cannot you cannot say that. So uh, yes, uh, definitely, it totally uh, open uh, new perspective for me. That was kind of a turning point in your own work of how yes. you approach yes. it. Yes, definitely. 
Um, no, you did. Did you also do work with Blanchette at any point? With uh, what? Stefan Blanchette. Ah, Stefan Blanquet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anglophone. <laughs> uh, I, I knew Stefan Blanquet uh, that. Yeah, so it it was this uh, years uh, uh, when um, Stefan b became um, a great artist. Mm -hmm. It he uh, was good. He w he was also in this. It he was more into the comics, less into the graphs. In uh, and he he did um, a wonderful fanzine called Chacapuan uh, and then La Monstrueuse. He, he, he was always, he is always interested by publishing other people, but uh, in, into these years, I'm telling shortly from the, um, the, 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 the 2000 years, he, he became really a great, great um, artist. And uh, uh, I was totally jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally in vain. Uh, I, um, it f f for me, these years were, were awful. I, I, I was a total loser, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was working as a printer. Uh, I, I was working for other people who were doing comics. I was pr printing uh, some, sometimes silly pictures. I, I, I was thinking, what, what am I doing now? And just, uh, I really, I'm a loser. And then uh, Stéphane Blanquet, uh, uh, totally, um, I don't know uh, the, the term, the, the name, but uh, yeah, he, he become became great, uh, really a big artist at, at this time, very very important. I, wa I was awfully jealous. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was crazy, but uh, uh, that's how. Uh, um, also, I decide. Okay, um, uh, I have to do something. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be the the last one. <laughs> <It's not laughs> so you guys all kind of come from the same background. Yes. Um, yes. So this was a time for you of like, okay, you need to work on your own art and not yeah. other people's art. Mm. Yes. So yes. Did you basically just have to stop printing other folks and just solely yes, focus? Yes, 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 yes. And I, I also, we, we were working with uh, very cheap um, products. Uh, the, um, uh, uh, Shimi, uh, I don't know. Um, f uh, I, I'm, t I'm talking from fumes, you know, coming oh, from, okay. from, from, from the ink. So uh, I was ill also uh, at the time. It was too much, uh, much than, than I can bear, and I'm, I was really, really ill, and so we, we had to stop uh, the, the, the silk printing uh, at Cornelius too because uh, I couldn't uh, do this anymore. So, uh, uh, s uh, then I, I was more working uh, as a publisher at Cornelius, but I, I really wasn't happy because um, uh, Jean-Louis was more and more uh, going into the um, the comics, uh, 
I, I had to follow him and uh, I think I don't remember the book but there, there is one book when uh, one book too much you know yeah. when you, you think uh, I, I don't like anymore what I'm doing I, I don't understand this anymore and so we had a um, rather tough conversation with Jean-Louis and I decided to to and Jean-Louis was totally agreeing of course because we, we were both on our limits and uh, we decided to, to, to split and that's that's the point where, where I decide okay I'm doing now illustration and I'm starting to do my books uh, that's uh, that's that's um, the moment where I really decided but um, it's really late you know I uh, I started to do something uh, I'm tel telling from things uh, maybe uh, only seven years old it's not so old Mm -hmm. I'm a young artist. I'm a very young artist. <laughs> so it was in the 2000s that you left Cornelius. Yes. Yes. So this is. Um, this kind of explains yes. why your work made such a drastic change in a way. I feel like. Yes. Because you really need to like find who you are. Yes. Who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I already <laughs> knew <laughs> who I am, but uh, no, I, I, I had, um, I had ideas. Uh, I, uh, I may, maybe a little idealistic, but uh, um, I accumulated a lot of ideas, and I, I wanted. I, I didn't see the ideas by other people. Um, and um, I wanted to do, to do this, you know. What was the first book that you did after this point that was like, this is the direction you want to go in that you kind of knew? Ah, uh, it's 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 not so so cut, you know. Yeah. I I I did um, um, after the or the, at the same time I don't don't know anymore. But it was in two thousand four, a small book for children. It was very close to the um, pages I did from uh, Gansfeld. Okay. Uh, and for the, it was my first um, children book uh, as an author, n not as a, uh, as an illustrator, but uh, as an author. And uh, it was uh, the first time I thought, okay, I I can do this. I'm. I I anyway, I'm connected to to this. Um, children stuff because uh, maybe I'm a children myself I'm a child myself uh, and I thought um, I could do something like this I could um, and I, I I I had also because the the, the, the small book is very small book uh, with a very simple mechanism uh, it's not exactly a story it's something else and then um, I realized if uh, I am allowed to do something like this, then I can uh, tell more. I, I can express myself. I don't need a story. Uh, I, I need. Um, I, I, I can express myself through uh, uh, 
different methods, uh, different. Um, uh, I want to test things. I, I want to. Uh, it's very hard to explain, but I, I have a very good feeling when I did this small book. I can be an author. I can uh, tell something to somebody else. You know. Mm -hmm. Um. Now your children's book, or children's work, I should say, and your other work, like the work that English readers might see for Nobrow, um, do you approach them in different ways as an artist? No, uh, they they come, to, they came to me. <laughs> uh, uh, I. I I don't know the, the exact reason you have to, to ask uh, Alex from Nobro, but uh, he came to Berlin uh, to um, illustration festival. No, what I'm wondering uh, about is when you're creating the work, um, uh, like creatively, do you like say when you're doing um, seasons, is that you're going to be kind of doing it in a different way than you're doing dog crime or something like this? different parts uh, yes. of your brain no it's, it's the same brain <laughs> uh, but uh, no 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 um, what, I, what I'm doing season for, for, for instance um, I'm okay the, the theme is it's very classical it's uh, it's uh, it's children book classical you you cannot find something more classical I believe but uh, I'm, I'm collecting uh, ideas, so so I, I, I'm really thinking about about the book. I, I'm not thinking about myself. Um, uh, I, I, I really try to, to to collect ideas to to find a way to to gather them. Uh, to to that, that that's. Everything together made something uh, uh, happening or something real. I, I I don't know how to to say that, uh, but um, and uh, I I try to 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 fix some emotion or some thought uh, with uh, this theme, this theme, mm -hmm. and uh, so so it's. Um, it's a very specific work, you, you know. When you 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 you're doing such a book, you're uh, I don't know, I don't know how you tell it. It's like doing a a poem, maybe, but I'm not a poet, so I, I don't <laughs> I don't know what what, what the, the the poets are doing. In fact, but really, um, I, uh, I I I I try to. Um, yeah, to 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 catch something. Yeah. And w w when I'm doing dog trying something so different, uh, it's not the, the the same process at all. Uh, so so it's not a wonder that that, that the, the two books are too different uh, because they are very different things, very different way of working, very different. Uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. When you're doing a book like Dog Crime or No Man's Land, um, do you write the art and the, and the words kind of together? Do you have something 
because the way the wor those works work together, it's really interesting how they kind of play off each other. And I'm kind of curious about that process of creating a book like uh, that. Mm, uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing first. That's, uh, uh, yes, really, uh, the, the, the crime uh, is, uh, is, is a sequel, yes, sequel of a, a comic book I did in France. Uh, the, the name is uh, L'Oeil Privé, which is a, a bad translation of private eye. Uh, L'œil privé is it's in French. It's the same um, as in English. It's detective, so it was a detective story, but some kind of weird, some kind of mm, little strange. Uh, and I, I was happy with this comic, but I, I thought uh, I I could be more, more, more. Um, I, I didn't allow myself uh, a lot of fantasy, and I, I wanted to to do something else with this character, uh, more in the direction from fantasy, and that's how I started Dog Crime. I, I drew uh, one of the pages, and then I thought, okay, then. Maybe he's dreaming. Maybe it's the same character. You don't know. Uh, maybe it's, uh, it's happening something weird to 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 him. I don't know. So I'm doing a second drawing, and so the nar narration come came like this, and then um, it was maybe 20 drawings. I I don't remember, and then. Uh, I realize uh, I had a narration, and then if I have a narration, I have maybe a story that I can tell. And then I wrote uh, the texts, maybe one day, and it was done. It's very simple, in fact. Now, No Man's Land, um, I really loved it because it felt like, um, do you know what I mean by immersive? Like all my senses were being triggered by this book. Like I could yeah. hear, I could feel what this character was going through. Um, mm. And it's really interesting how, on one hand, you have the 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 simple, simple uh, based illustration with this story below it. That's just like. You hear these sounds, and you have these smells, and you know how he's feeling. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, uh, that's uh, uh, no man's no man's land is something. Uh, it's 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 a sequel of the sequel of, <laughs> <laughs> of the of the private time. So I, I really wanted to 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 be finished with this character, and um, uh, with with the. Dog crime. Uh, I realized I could have uh, something more, something, something else. But the character is um, killing him, himself, is suiciding at the end. So, so wha what I have to 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 tell? I have uh, maybe uh, one second to to uh, because he's dying. There is no escape here. 
so so I realized I, I have uh, maybe uh, another story a story that happening in one second uh, in his brain so and then during this second what 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 is happening in fact and then I I, I had a strange of experience uh, I was sleeping I was dreaming and then my dream was more and more twisted more and more strange uh, because I was uh, waking up and uh, my brain uh, anyway I don't know uh, my brain didn't want that I uh, wake up yeah so so so, so it's, it's it was like my dream was um, trying to seduce myself, so I'm continuing uh, <laughs> dreaming. You know? Yeah. I, I I don't know if you did. I I I really did this experience, and then I realized, okay, um, his his brain is telling him he's not dying, but he he is. And that's 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 uh, all the the idea. The, this very simple idea came, and then uh, I didn't want that um, the text explain the picture. I, I wanted that uh, the text um, echoes into in in the picture with the picture. Mm -hmm. uh, they are, they are bouncing together. They are giving more um, perspective. Uh, like a three-dimensional uh, effect, I, I don't know. Uh, no, exactly. Cool. That's kind of what I was feeling with, like, how you kind of feel mm. it in these different ways. And they're, they're also kind of independent in a way, too. Mm. Yes, yes. But uh, if, if you read the, the text without the picture, I think uh, it's not a novel. It's not working like... Uh, it's not uh, literature. It's kind of like, uh, it's like I don't know if you read like Burroughs or something like that. Yes, like kind uh, of but very uh, Philip K. Dick. It reminded me a bit of. Uh, there are two authors I really love. I, uh, I discovered Philip K. Dick like uh, as I was maybe 15 or 14. I don't know. It was a crazy book uh, about. Um, a planet which is uh, an, an asylum for crazy people. So the, the, the whole planet is. Um, do, do, do you know this this novel uh, which I'm talking about? Do you remember what it was called? Uh, just the French title. It's uh, Les Clans de la Lune Alphan. It's Alphan Moon. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the the, the English title. I don't. But uh, it's 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 very funny uh, novel uh, about uh, people. They are all crazy, you know, and they they are all living in the same world, and they try to protect themselves against uh, the attack of uh, CIA or something like this. But they are all <laughs> crazy. That <laughs> <It> sounds right. <laughs> That's great. That's so funny. That's wonderful. Um, one of the things a lot of folks when they hear I'm interviewing you they really want to know about is your approach to color and how you uh, do your coloring um, how you like decide I colors which is kind of a the complex the <laughs> there is no secret I, I, I don't understand but um, 
Uh, okay, yeah, I'm working on Photoshop. Uh, I'm working on channels. Do you like decide? Um, do you like give yourself a limited palette when you're doing a book? Yes, uh, but it, it's all coming from printing because uh, every screen, every film, uh, every uh, it's very it's very expensive. So y you have to decide. Uh, okay, this picture, picture, but I can also read the palette. When you think like this, you very I, th I think there is an in technique mm -hmm. because to, to think uh, into me so you you have a yellow and a blue behind the yellow and the blue the you have your green you don't have to and uh, I totally uh, like this uh, this economy, in fact, because it forces you to be, in some way, um, more creative. Mm -hmm. you, you, you you have to to fix your 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 mind of some problems, and then with the technique to solve this this problem. You, c you cannot solve everything, but then you have to do some compromise, and sometimes from this compromise are coming uh, new interesting things. And that's also what's uh, exciting in this, um, in this uh, limitation. One of the, the neat things um, I'll no I notice in your using these limitations and just how the colors overlap is sometimes you create uh, transparency yes. in figures, which, which I'm really fascinated about, and the choice to take advantage of that. Yeah, that's the <coughs> uh, be, be, because the, the 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 books seasons people uh, first all my last books are printed in offsets, mm -hmm. and all the color in offset are transparent. Uh, so, so it's very natural. You 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 printing a red on a, on a blue, and then you have a violet or brown. It's very it's no absolutely no problematic. Um, but it's also you're choosing to take advantage of that transparency. Yes, because it's 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 a part of the, of the fun. Uh, you 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 have to work with transparent color. Then w what are you doing? You play with it mm -hmm. because it's it's like uh, it's like a Lego box, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you 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 can uh, have your own fun uh, with it, and uh, you you must. Uh, allow yourself uh, to have this fun because you you know how it's working so everything is there uh, let's play let's uh, let's have some some fun <laughs> i like that um it seems also with a book like people you're also having fun in creating these these figures yes 
um, when you're doing a work like this, do you kind of do you set out certain things you'd like to cover, or is it just you're drawing something and you think what could be a balance? Yes, the, uh, this um, children book uh, are uh, quite difficult to do. Uh, they, they, they look very, very simple, I know. But uh, I, I try to do um, some some kind of composition. Mm-hmm. By the the, 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 the people, I, I, I wanted the I, w- I wanted to say not uh, not only there is uh, every kind of people. It's not, uh, but uh, that people are, are reflecting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, th- there is a connection uh, between people, and uh, th- th- that's what I wanted to say. Uh, and people are imaginating over people, and um, the the idea of people is coming to the mind of other people, and so on, so on, so on. So it's it's quite. Um, crazy in fact <laughs> when you want to think about it so uh, I, I, I wanted to to catch uh, this idea into the book and that's how I choose these different uh, kind of uh, characters uh, because I, I wanted um, that they were corres- correspondences uh, mm-hmm. between them and uh, this, this that's that's what the the main idea, and then uh, the the book is wha- what I did from this uh, idea, the the best I could, in fact. Well, I I very much enjoyed it. It was pretty fun to go through. Yes, uh, for 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 me, it was also a lot of fun. It was very so some sometimes uh, you, you you know so, so sometimes I'm laughing from my own stupidity or my <laughs> own <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm working and I, I'm having fun <laughs> in fact <laughs> it just gets silly and ridiculous okay now uh, yes <laughs> exactly sorry so sometimes I'm confusing with uh, with German uh, <laughs> yes ex- exactly exactly so, so sometimes that's my yes I'm, I'm, I'm laughing from my own stupidity <laughs> now what was the choice to move to Germany um, to kind of uh, move away from the French comic scene because I've I, I've mm. talked to other um, like a I know uh, Olivia Schrauen was Belgian mm-hmm. and moved to yes. Germany too. Um, yes. I'm interested about that. Like very, you're very kind of uh, idiosyncratic. I don't know if you know that word. Like very unique. Yes. Um, particular types of artists. Um, I'm just. I don't know what my if question you is. So. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 have very unique styles, and uh, your work is very much you. Um, like stylistically unique. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but. But what was your choice to move to Germany? Uh, 
Um, so it's very complicated. I had personal problems, so I won't tell tell you. That's okay. And then uh, Paris was too expensive for me. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it was very very. Uh, no, it's, it's it's a sad period of my life. <laughs> Uh, so I, I moved to Berlin bec- because, uh, in fact, I thought uh, first about Brussels because Brussels is not far from Paris. Mm. But then I I was thinking I, I was really 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 angry about Paris. Very um, you could say almost hateful. And uh, so uh, I thought when you cut, you don't have to be so close to Paris, so move to Berlin. And in fact, I knew some friends, uh, German or English or um, people uh, from Sweden. Mm -hmm. I knew some people uh, living in Berlin. So in fact, uh, um, the city uh, after Paris where I knew uh, more uh, the um, uh, some people were were Berlin. I he- I hear of more people moving to Berlin. Um, yes, from different um, countries than necessarily. Uh, yes, some are like Ber- Berlin is really international. It's really uh, it's it's almost hard to speak German in Berlin. <laughs> uh, first, because the, the the people living in Berlin are speaking. Uh, very good English, not like me, and uh, and they, they they want they they want to show how they are very good English speaking. So it's very hard to to speak German in Berlin I sometimes. But yeah, your English yes? is pretty great. No, <laughs> it is, no, it is. It is honestly, it's uh, you've been very good at expressing your views. Um, and coming across, so don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. But there, there are g- great uh, people in Berlin. Ah, uh, oh shit! I don't remember the, the name. That's a very, very cool uh, um, Swede cartoonist, Max Anderson. You know him. Uh, He's a great cartoonist. He's a what's great his last name? Oh, Max Anderson. Max Yes. yes, 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 yes. He's yes. living uh, in Berlin since, uh, I don't know, 20 years maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew also Enning Wagenbrett is a great illustrator. He's a great illustrator. So this, uh, there was a lot of reason, uh, reason moving to Berlin. It was, uh, um, in fact, uh, when Years ago, I thought moving to Berlin, but uh, I didn't do it for for personal reason. But uh, I was always thinking. I I, I did my military service in Berlin, mm-hmm. and I, I already knew that Berlin was was great. But it's changing. It now is getting expensive. There's new problem in Berlin. It's not so cool anymore. And now you live outside of Berlin in another yes. town. In a smaller city. I'd forgotten that you had done military service. Was it just like one or two years? It was w- w- one year in Berlin. It wasn't so pleasant, but I enjoyed the city. <laughs> not, a, not a career for you? Mm. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not at all. 
Well, thank you for taking the time with me today, uh, Blexpolex. Um, it's been really great talking to you and learning more about your work and more about you and more about your process. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan, and I know a lot of folks are going to be excited to hear this. Um, so just a reminder, folks, I have been talking to Blexpolex, and some of his books include No Man's Land, People, um, Dog Crime, Seasons, uh, Abyssidia, and uh, the upcoming one, which I guess isn't out for a while, is uh, Ballad. Ballad, yes, yes. <coughs> in, in, in fact, uh, the, the French title is Romance, but <laughs> <laughs> it is, didn't work in English. No. no. <laughs> but uh, Ballad, Ballad is, uh, Ballad is a good title, I think. There you go. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to speak with you, to, to, yeah, to speak with you, yes. It was nice.